Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. Thanks very much for joining us again for another exciting episode. You crazy people. What are you doing? That's That's right. right. Haven't you got something better to do on your Sunday night? Well, it's a Friday off tomorrow, isn't it? So, um, what do you mean, Kev? This is live on a Sunday. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. this is this is live Sunday. You're, at 3 the, you're pulling back the curtain, Kev. <laughs> that's why we keep on saying tonight. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, that's right. Okay, that's right. pay no attention to me from no one. It <laughs> is. It is just a regular day wherever you are, whenever you're that's listening. Right. That's right. Unless yeah. it's a special day, in which case, enjoy. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas. So on tonight's show. <laughs> I thought it was the afternoon. <laughs> so it's breakfast. <laughs> On tonight's show, we're going to introduce a new uh, segment. And yeah. It's called Turn the Page. Turn the Page. Um, we're going to be, anyway, we'll describe that maybe we get when we get to it. And we're also going to be talking about our favourite cover songs. Nice. Uh, but before that, of course, we're going to do the the parts of the show that we, we sign up for. And that is uh, Album <laughs> of the Week. Me. And we're I, obliged to do it. Mm. Al, are you album of the week? Am I? Oh, hang sure. On. All right. Let's. Okay. Sorry, I thought we did the uh, the sponsor first, but no, I'm all good. Wow, good to go. Have you have you been listening to the? Have previous you listened to any of our previous episodes? Or? Where we always start with well, the one album or two. Week? Did you get the spreadsheet? Well, I only listened to the she goes one recently, so right. <laughs> I'm just going off that format. So oh, right. where I'm locked in a oh, cupboard. Yeah, follow me. I don't even know what day is. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, this one is going to uh, probably come as a disappointment oh, to the rest I'm of you. I'm sure it will, Al. But it won't be because of the album. It will be because of me, oh. which, is, again, is not unusual. You are, um, you are a disappointment to all. not Tom Jones, <laughs> it? So my album of the week is The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and okay. the Spiders from Mars, 1972, yeah. David Bowie. So um, for me, it's the album of the week is because I've only really – Heard the whole album in the past few weeks. Right. And what have you been doing with your life? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I knew it would be a disappointment. Um, I've, because for a very long time, um, Bowie for me meant a particular group of songs. There was no album that I went. It wasn't yes, the album play, yeah. No, I, I hadn't even listened to an entire album most it's of my life. It's really an older generation that, that, you know what I'm saying, Alan. <laughs> An older generation that was buying albums and you that's know, right. It's really a geriatric jumping thing, on so. their penny farthing down the street and picking <laughs> up law or whatever, you know. <laughs> and young, young lads like you and I, I mean, it was oh, just, yeah. you'd see it on the telly. But yeah, yeah. On, yeah, you'd hear about those days. So I what? Yeah. Le- what led you to go? What led you to do the whole album? Well, it was Spotify. Um, we're not. We aren't sponsored by Spotify, but I thanks know, for giving a massive plug there. Yeah, well, like it was, well, it was a few things. It was partly it was doing this podcast and having to. Uh, you know, research on topics I've got no knowledge about. Um, which is a lot. Yeah, which is a lot. I mean, it doesn't stop me talking about the things I know little about. Um, so partly that, partly, you know, Spotify throwing up random stuff related to what are you listening to. Um, and partly, uh, so they would bring up Bowie songs from this album and i go, oh, okay, I didn't know that was from this album. Cool. And 
you know, I'll add that one to my, you know, playlist and that one came up and et cetera. And after all, I was just like, well, I might as well just sit down and listen to the entire thing. And as I listened to it, there were bits that I went, oh, okay, well, that's, that's why I could never get into this album before because I hadn't been, I hadn't been groomed for it. Oh, wow. Um, so, so T, T, what had you been for, Alan? That's right. And to, to, I have to Too say, much grooming. On the- <laughs> I have to say, like bands like T Rex were probably the gateway drug. I'm yes. just mixing up my yeah. bad, yeah. you know, nasty metaphors there. Yep. Um, so listening to T Rex, I was like, oh right, okay, that's that song and that's that artist, and got used to that sound. Right. And then you know when I came to it, I was like, oh okay, so this is how it fits in with other music of the time. I've already listened to stuff like that. More of this makes sense now because it was. For me, it was a very different Bowie to the one that I'd listened to. But then, yeah, you know, there was enough to latch on to. That so was it like, was oh. a revelation. It really was. Listening it was, to the whole thing. It was probably the first time in quite a while where I've gone, I could almost buy this album. Like there's a whole album's yeah. worth of, of decent material. It's not like I have to skip the whole second side. I'm so, sure he's looking down on you right now. I'll go and it's a bit bloody like mate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where were you? Um, and, and, why did you and you're right, ten years because, ago. because other than the great hits that we know, yeah, <laughs> starts off with five years, which has got that great finish. You know, yeah. give me your hands, you know, uh-huh. which was obviously a brilliant in concert, and it finishes with rock and roll suicide, which is just yeah. a lovely sign <laughs> off. It's yeah, it's just great. Yeah, so it's uh, I was really impressed, and yeah, I could see, you know, I could see some T Rex in there. Mm. I could see some. I mean, I think he was, you know, also working with Iggy at that time. Roughly, yeah, or so. a bit before, a bit after, yeah, yeah. or something. I'm trying to think of where it fits in. Yep. Yeah, um, it was a bit later, but I mean, I, but at I, least I'm, inspired. I'm so with you. I get what you're com- where you come from. Like, I, I see David Bowie as a huge, you know, cultural, you know, icon. Mm. I remember him being in my childhood as singles. Yeah, never but, run out and bought yeah, albums. Yeah. It was all. It all happened kind of a little bit before me and Alan. Yeah. <laughs> sort of came to it. You know what I mean? And it was literally yeah. like all you hear about ever since is these incredible albums. I'm a bit inspired. I think I'll go. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think, I think the takeaway for me and well, it was that, yes, you know, it can take, for, for me it was like decades long before I could get to the point where I could listen to that whole album and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So if there's any people who are uncertain about Bowie, you know, just... Jump in. Jump in or don't, don't be afraid to try a few years later down the track. There's always time to... Become, always time <laughs> to come rush. back. Rock and roll is about immediacy. Do That's it right. now. Do it now. Do it now. Sorry, do it. Do it now. Do it now. Do it. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Al. Go out and uh, get on Spotify and listen to David Bowie. And that's Spotify. Ziggy already, already started other, one more time. Ziggy started your own choice. And the spiders from Mars. All right. Get on YouTube. So tonight's sponsor isn't Spotify, unfortunately. It's this amazing <laughs> album here that I have in front of me, and this is. Surprise party. Oh, I thought it was sausage uh, party from the angle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, that's a surprise. Um, so, yeah. you know, the idea of this is, you know, you've a few unwanted guests have turned up and you're like, oh, you're in a fluster. What, what am I going to, what, what music am I going to put on? Mm. Yeah. Well, luckily you've just bought yourself a copy of surprise party. <laughs> so what is on the cover? I mean, it's not sausages. No, no, it's a, uh, okay. It's, dancing a, it's a 60, couple. It's a 60 uh-huh. style yep. line drawing uh, of a couple dancing. On top of a pagoda. Yep. Right. Yep. Great. Okay. Great. Cover. And what are the hits? What do they have Big for hits us? on this. Melody D'Amour. Over the Rainbow. Nice cover of that. Waltz in the Night. Uh, we've got Voler. What's Walt doing? <laughs> Rockin' a beat and boogie. 
So you, you can see as the night progresses here, you're getting yeah. into some... It's a, bit, uh, it's a bit nasty. It's a bit raunchy. Is it a track towards the end? Here come the police. Uh, <laughs> well, funny you say that. It says Dreaming hide Blue. the stash. Yeah, Dreaming Blue. Yeah. Hey. Finally crashed out. Now, this is part of the Concert Hall Record Club <laughs> limited releases. Um, so, yeah, quality record there. Do yourself a favour. Do yourself a favour. Go out and if you're thinking of having a party at some point or even a surprise party, go out and get your copy of that. I think well, well don't buy it if it's a surprise for you because it won't be a surprise. Right. So if you're looking to a, surprise somebody, you buy you that LP ahead of a party, you've ruined the surprise. <laughs> Yes. All right. On to the next segment, which is this could be the best segment ever. I could think be. Knows. It's got that chance. We're basically throwing anything at the wall and seeing what sticks <laughs> here. So I have in front of me a physical copy of Q magazine from April 1999. So we're going back in time Ooh, here to see okay. what was on the cover. And it's blur on the cover. And the title, the, the subtitle here is We're in Love. So. Um, just thinking back to time and Kev, help me out here. This is when they just kicked, uh, was it Coxon out of the band or who'd they kick out of the band oh, here? Oh, God. Right. They'd gone down yeah, to Coxon, four members. Coxon went out. Yeah. I think there was always just four of them, but he did get the arse for a while. Yeah, he, he got kicked from the band and they were about to release their album 13, I think, that had Tender on it, which was the big mm. hit. Uh, okay. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so they, are, they, are they suggesting that... that that they're in love with oh yeah so I think I think the idea the is here in love with blur we're there wasn't, in, there wasn't room on the cover to put cocaine yeah. <laughs> it's only so wide that's it <laughs> luckily it chops off so flicking through we've still got lots of great uh, cigarette advertising in here uh, excellent nice which is which is we we miss refreshing that. Oh, these days. Yeah. some alcohol advertising got an too, ad here there. an ad here for cooler shakers new release Whoa. which yeah. is uh, peasants pigs and astronauts cool what is in the house what is in the house We've got, uh, it's funny, you've got articles here on George Michael. Is he gay? <laughs> Questions around his sexuality yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we got? We've got some great stuff in here. Tammy Wynette, what the hell? What's she doing in there? Mm-hmm. This is, I, I should have planned this better. I can't read it and the mic's <laughs> in the way of me actually reading it at the same time. So the segment was going to be called Turn the Page. Turn the Page. You're, you're so turning several turning, pages I'm here. Turning lots and lots of pages here. Trying, trying to find, find something some information. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was, that, was just, that Marlboro cigarettes? Yeah, there's a oh. great ad here for Marlboro cigarettes. Hey, there's a call out to, uh, call out to Brett there. Hey, hey. That, hey. I'm disappointed. I thought this segment was where uh, uh, Ben would play his favourite Jimmy Page yes. solo. <laughs> that's right. Turn the page. Turn the page. Got an article here about Skunk Annecy. Yeah, Stereophonics. God bless her. Um, new album out, 8th of March. Yep. We've got uh, an article here about uh, the Cranberries. This, they're making their comeback after the... Rather, yeah, rather tragically, the article's called The Undead. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh. Brilliant. Uh, we've got ads for Everlast's new album. Wow. Fascinating to go through here and see who's still active. and who. Yeah, actually, it'd be fascinating to go through this particular one and find out who's actually still alive. Mm. Yeah, that's We've right. Lost. That's right. We've lost a few already. It's quite a few of these. Because we're guys. talking 20, 20 odd years or so. Well, right. I mean, I'm at the back of the. Through, I'm at the back of the mag now, and I'm looking at the. Oh, no, I'm not quite L- there. Yet. I think I just saw a, fo- a photo for a uh, wasn't it an ad for a digital camera. <laughs> yes, newfangled digital cameras. Mm. Let's see. We're in the review section here. You can Let's hold up to a hundred photos. Ah, oh, look, we've got some great people here. Went on to do great things. Babylon Zoo. Remember those oh, guys? Oh yeah. my god. That, that, that will warm my huge. wife's heart. I'll, I'll tell you a little story about that because um, please tell it. Their um, their their song uh, 
space, man. Yeah. Oh, it's well, Heidi, uh, it did not, you know, cover herself in glory at, at school, and 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 she did a, a version of the maths grading, which was known effectively as maths in space, um, or space <laughs> just, maths. Just to really rub it, just to really rub it in. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> veggie maths. Uh, <laughs> Spud, had been, spud maths, yeah. Maths in space was what it was called when she was there. Um, I kill me for telling you this, but yeah, this is what they sang. This is what they sang. Their version <laughs> of this song on their way into the classroom. Lovely. They um. So we've got David Gray's White Ladder, which is an actual excellent yeah. album. They're talking yeah. about that's just been released. We've got uh, Genuine. He went on. Remember Ride My Pony. He went on to do major things, didn't he? Oh jeez. Got albums from Nick Kershaw. Nick Kirk, uh, still around. That must have been a, uh, Mick, uh, a comeback, comeback, comeback. Re- yeah, yeah. Re- Van Morrison's re- re- release. Sean how did, Mullins. How did they score the Nick Kershaw comeback, comeback, comeback album? <laughs> I've got no, oh, how'd they score it? Yeah, yeah, how many stars are we looking at? Yeah. Radio Nick Kershaw is three stars. Out of 15, wow. Yeah, all kinds of stuff on here. Okay, let's see who's playing. Totally on the fence. The let's get classic to the, three out of five. Get Don't to want the, to be mean. The gig guide at the back here. But you know it's pish. This one exactly on the fence. It's slightly oh, more don't get all mathematical. <laughs> all right, we've got offspring playing. If you go two, you're saying it's poor, right? If you go three, yeah. you basically know you're not wanting to be unkind. <laughs> it is. It is over. Overall, it's positive. So even if you don't like it, you got that third star. for... Yep. Oh, the Happy Mondays are playing. There oh, we go. There you Being go. Net <laughs> Eagle Eye Cherry. We've got uh, Cooler Shaker playing. Obviously supporting the new album. Mm. Fantastic stuff. Jewel, Cardigans, Kai. Feeder, Catatonia, Fun Loving Criminals. They're all playing. Crikey. I was a big fan of the old Catatonia back in the day. Yeah, that's good. We're going to do a segment at some point in the show where I'll take you around the UK and can't wait to take you to Wales. To Wales. Absolute yeah. phenomenal artist. You so heard of. so why are there so many music magazines out of the UK and yeah. not so many out of the US? Yeah, is that a fact? That's a fact. Is it? A- and I'm talking big. Give us some. Give us some statistics. I think Americans can't read. Is that still true? <laughs> like, probably plays Could into be it something some to point. do with it. Well, yeah. I mean, Rolling Stone is a big one out of. Uh, is Mojo? Is that out of the US? Or is I it? Think, I think Mojo's UK. Is but okay. but um, we've got like Enemy. Well, even not even so much magazines that are still alive. Like a lot of them aren't magazines anymore. They were, yeah, but yeah. they were back in the day. But now they're just yeah. online presence. Mm-hmm. Um, enemy I've checked out the NME on online and it's just so rubbish. It's so clickbaity and you know, mm. full of errors. You know, like yeah, here's my yeah. top ten of this, and there's four sixes or whatever. You know, like yeah. maybe they got AI editors working. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? It, it's the type of content that is definitely put together by robots. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, it's not even a joke. It's just it's tragic, really. I mean, I think the publishing industry has like been massively smashed, as we know. But um, you know, I don't think music magazines were yeah. likely to be surviving. Or anyway, that was a journey back to when people did buy magazines. So mm. uh, that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope we do that again. <laughs> um, but let's move on now. Let's turn the page to tonight's main segment, which is. Uh, covers. So we're going to pick our favourite cover songs. Uh, and sometimes, really, I think we've talked about this before, but the, the cover version often becomes the the main version of that song, how you yes. know it, you know, very yeah. often. Um, mm. You know, and, and it, mightn't just be, it may not be the case that 
you know, the, maybe the artist who originally wrote it wasn't as well known. Sometimes some of the world's biggest artists, you know, and, and Dylan obviously comes to mind straight away because, you know, just about all of the cover versions mm. of his songs are better than his, his version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How is this possible? Or at least more famous, anyway. Or, or more famous, or more at successful. Least. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, because uh, the, the other interesting thing too is, and, and Lord Al and I were talking about this on the way, uh, is it a great cover because it's a note for note rendition, mm. or is it a different take on the original? Yeah. And I and and my my idea is that's about time that if someone releases a song, you know, within five years, and then you do a cover version of it. You do a note for note. Everyone just thinks you're an idiot. However, if it's a if it's if there's a a certain length of time before, and then you do a note for note, then you're a, you're a craftsman who's mm. you know you're paying tribute to the great. Paying, exactly, yeah, you know, and and it's that whole the whole glory of doing it note for note rather than yeah you just mm. phoned it in by doing it note for note, which is really <laughs> fascinating, which is a really fascinating sort of conundrum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I think I think the 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 great cover versions are those that make it their own. I think the idea that you can get away with it, <laughs> do a version <laughs> that no one spots as a cover version. Again, Heidi and I like to chat about quite a bit. Like, how do they get away with this? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, you pay your royalty, but if no one knows that's a cover version, no one asks any questions. That's right. right? It's funny you say that because <laughs> heaps of them out there like that. Some of the best, like, interesting times is when you you love a song and then all of a sudden years later you find out it is a cover version. Mm. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. Because you've never heard the original or whatever. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. All right, who wants to kick us off with one of their favourite cover versions? Can I kick it off this time? You can, Lord Brett. Sure. Let's, let's, and, and my two are related. Okay. Let's kick it off with Ooh, Tori. that's a clever trick. That's right, Tori Amos. <laughs> song? Is Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit. Ah, yes. Load up on guns Bring your friends It's fun to lose And to pretend She's overboard And self-assured Oh no, I know A dirty word Hello, hello When when did she do this version? I sorry, I don't know. Poor effort. Poor effort. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Probably after they release it. No, All right, I've got a question for you. Why? Why do I like on it? On earth, did she do this version? No, I like I like this. This brings what? something oh. totally different to it. No. And mm. that's exactly it because mm. it's like the sentiment doesn't <laughs> change. Yeah, there it's still a sinister, nasty song, but when she puts the Tori Amos spin on it, uh, it's it's still angst ridden, but it's it's like got a different flavour to it. It's a so sweetness to it, but yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. melancholy. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I like. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Uh, uh, it's. It may be just because I've heard too many, you know, slowed down, just you know, singer and one instrument versions of of songs. It's just like, man, we're going to take this in completely new territory. We're going to go unplugged, make and we're we going to put sad. lots of emotion. To yeah, it so that yeah, you feel it's deeper yeah. than it is. And maybe, maybe she started the whole thing off with that. I don't know because you're too useless to tell us a date. But <laughs> I can, 
but, but in recent in recent times there are so many where it's just like oh fuck off if you're gonna do a cover put some effort in right sorry that's just wow. my two wow. cents so, right, so well, this speaking of Al, I think that was more than two cents, Al. But <laughs> I, I, I back, yeah, yeah, I back yeah, you all the yeah, way. Like there yeah, is, there is a right. tendency to do a version, okay? And there was one that I rejected, and and, and it was a uh, Mad World. You know that mournful yeah, yeah, piano yeah, yeah. one that they did of the Tears for Fears. Yes, yeah. it was like, it's a very, very sad. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's easy, okay? It's easy if you love the original to hate the cover. Sure. And that's what's mm. happening here. Sure. And like, I'm thinking, where's all the kinetic stuff and the song uh-huh. that I love, you know? Sure. So when she's singing a lyric, like, like hello, hello. Right. I'm with like, Brett. Oh. This is a great, great cover version Thanks. of this oh, It's Thanks, a split. Ben. It's a split. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, Al. Tori you guys are right. So you're going to have to dig it in the car park. Tori yeah, is just You can go straight up against it, Al. What have you got for us? Yeah, what? what yeah. This is guaranteed to be played sailing from now on. Smart ass, what do you got? I can't wait. Okay, so. What year is it from, Al? I can tell you, actually. But first I'll say what I'm not going to choose because I think we all know it really well and most people would as well. Hallelujah, Jeff Buckley. Sure. We've discussed that in a previous episode. Just, uh, actually, in a number of episodes. It's he just, just slowed it down, right? Hey? He just slowed it down. He just right? slowed it down. Well, it was yeah. just him and a guitar, but compared... But a great, great version. But compared to the original, which was a dog um, yeah. by Lennon Cohen. Anyway, so we're not going to listen to that. Instead, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to listen. Right? We're not going to talk about that. I'm just going to slip that extra one in. Um, miss You. So, originally by the Rolling Stones in 1978. Oh, thank you. This is by The Dynamics in 2007. You serious? Yeah. Again, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Spotify, for introducing this to me. I've been holding out so long. I've been sleeping all oh, yeah. long. Lord, I miss you. You're laughing, but I can tell you like it. I don't know if I can listen to it. I've been hanging on the phone, sleeping all alone. I want to kiss you. I think I prefer it to the original. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. what I want to hear. Wow, that's, uh, that was special. <laughs> Thank you. That certainly was a cover version. Yeah. And it, was, it took it in a new direction. They did. Sure. Yeah, so I actually should never have gone. <laughs> Thumb, thumbs up from me. Poor old Mick's just ro- putting, <laughs> doing his pants up right now. They wow. say nothing is going to kill Keith Richards by saying. So you've put the boot into Tory and you've come, and that's your, and that's that's your, your answer. Yeah, that's absolutely. Your answer. Now wow. that is a cover, my friend. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not weepy weed. Well, it could have been slower. <laughs> Can I just say I'm so, so relieved none of you have picked that Mad World cover by Tears <laughs> <laughs> already decided. Woo. Anyway. All right, Kev, what do you got for us? Come on. Oh, you're throwing Kev. me in there, are you? Um, I'm, I, I think I'm on pretty safe ground with this one. Oh, to be yeah, honest. good on you. Um, that's just me talking. Which one are you going for? I'll just let it speak for itself. Which one? Lay it on us because I thought that was the original. No, no, well, no. This, so, this is the classic case of not only making it your own, but um, um, so that was overtaking the original by Otis Redding, no less. Okay, 
And um, but that wasn't Otis. That, that was, was not. That was uh, Tori Amos with her <laughs> version of respect, with her slowed down version. And I think um, what 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 was great and talk about making your own. Um, Otis's version was about a man talking to his lady. Now you might have thought, uh, um, as a black guy, he might have been talking about you know respect demanded by a black guy in in, in white America. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it was <laughs> the lyric is just him saying to his wife. You can do what you want, and I'm not around. But when you come home, I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. So basically, rubbish. Yeah. Um, and Aretha's turned it into an anthem. Mm. You know, yeah. it, because it, it's 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 the song about women's rights. It's yeah. um, it, it 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 put a boot heel in all of that. Um, you know, the prior um, you know, classic legendary singers like um, Billie Holiday and all that. They did a great line in. Um, my man done me bad, but I still love him. You know, <laughs> he treats mm-hmm. me so mean, yeah, yeah. but I'm still here. And it was heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. And she said, respect. Yeah. Spelt it out. Yes. And, and, and you're right. And, that, you know, and that's wow. the point, isn't it? When you talk about she made it her own, she actually, it's it differs to the original because she spells it out. Yeah. And, and it differs uh, musically. It's it's a track. I mean, yeah, holy, yeah, yeah, that yeah, bass line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind anything else. The jabs of the horns. And yeah. The who. Everything. Like, yeah. it's just hook laden. It's cracking song i don't know if they knew what they were doing it must have been just not magic in the studio yeah. but um mm-hmm. the original by otis isn't a bad song yeah yeah um but it's a it's a nice little r&b number about a guy who you know comes home and mm-hmm. wants his pipe and slippers yeah um and uh, and otis must be like, laughing all the way to the bank oh, right? yeah, if his God. name is if he's still the writer of the song oh, and she she makes it a better song then he's I'm sure his heart would be off. Yeah, he would, yeah. He would, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she owned it in a way that, um, yeah. Brilliant song. Absolutely. All right. Well, you've redeemed us. Yeah. You're back on track. Let's, let's keep keep lifting the standard up here with my first choice, which is, and we're talking about Dylan, this is certainly a song of his which another artist went on to do a much better version of, and this is Hendrix with All Along the Watchtower. Some kind of way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion I can't get no Uh, I mean, Don't I know they were both. Don't ask me for dates. No, no, but I, I, I know they were both within the '60s. Like, were they super close together? Or uh, look, I think Hendrix had a had a um, a penchant for sort of taking songs. Like, I know there's a famous story of him hearing Sergeant Pepper's and, mm. and literally playing it like the night the next night in <laughs> in a concert he was playing. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the opening yeah. track. Um, so I'd like to think that he it would have been right around. The time the album like within I would I would imagine it's in the same year. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. seeing him, or even months after. Like I'm not seeing him come out, no. you know, years. two years later and go. I'm yeah. going to do a cover of that. Like this would yeah, have been yeah. within months of. The, and I guess at that at that time there were a lot of bands who would be like, well, here's someone's hit song is like great. We'll do a version, 
and we'll release yeah. it next, you know, next month. Yeah, yeah. And it was very and and that that's happened a lot in the sixties. It wasn't like now, like you don't, yeah. you know, you don't mm. have two big artists going, oh, well, I'll just release a version of your song. Like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You know, back then it was it was common for people to to do yeah. that sort of thing. So, um, but you're no, right, but a great version of that. Yeah, because because Dylan's version it just relies on the lyrics to be yeah that yeah. menacing story. Yes, but then Hendrix adds. Sonically, well, he to makes it, it musical. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah where you right. sort of go, wow, hang on, there, he almost sets the scene a lot better than than mm. Dylan does. Just doesn't rely on the lyrics to do it. Yeah, really gets at this sort of metaphysical question in there. You know, like it just it just gives you a different atmosphere than Bob's does. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, well, it brings really out, ask, well, it's and the, the, the lyrics. And, his lyrics are very sort of yeah, they're they're sort of. Um, Fantasy sort of Lewis Carroll esque sort yeah, of yeah. lyrics, mm. you know, it's all it's all sort of whatever. But but, but the you know the way he delivered, way Bob Dylan delivers it, doesn't get that across. Whereas Hendrix's version with the the flourishing guitars and the, and the effects on the guitar and all that sort of stuff brings it to that sort of surrealistic, uh, you know, sort of more of a surrealistic view mm. on it and, and the audio. You know. And he bu- and he builds the song too, you know, yeah. and, and, and you know, and the wind wind begins to howl. The yeah. music is is crescendoing, mm. and you get that it's a it's a feeling of you know where it, it, Dylan it's just well you know what he's singing a little louder and a little faster <laughs> at that point you know and so it's yeah mm. it's using the the instrumental yeah. you know aspect to just build on it yeah uh, great yeah it's a great cover love his version all right Brett you got another one there for us sure uh, in the spirit uh, Nirvana's cover of a David Bowie classic. Incessantly at the moment, um, but this is one of those ones where, uh, not being familiar with the original, mm. this is what I heard back in the nineties. Yeah, and you go, oh, okay, and then at some point you go back and you go, oh, hang on, you know, Bowie did a did a version of it, mm. <laughs> which is the original. Yeah, um, but yeah, but but again, you know, it's that thing we talked about before. I've covered himself. Heard, I've heard this one uh, uh, too many times to sort of go to feel like this is the original and Bowie did a version yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I and I don't yeah. mind this. Nah, it's a great, great yeah. version. Yeah. And, I like, and I like just this story that's a great that album all, yeah. all out because they do quite a few covers on there. Mm. Um, but yeah, each one brings something different to the original. Like to the, their, their version brings something yeah, different yeah. to the original version. It's a great. I would yeah, as much as I hate even saying it, I would have loved to have seen them do a covers album, which I don't know why. Because yeah. essentially we have that on there, and, and seeing it live is probably much better. Yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think the piece version sounded, sounded a, a bit a little more mysterious, whereas this mm. is a lo- little more forlorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm, but, yeah. But not to the point of weeping in your boots like Tori yes. Amos. <laughs> Thanks, Tori. <laughs> uh, uh, but the other nice thing too, again, it's that unplugged thing too of you you hear the musicianship come through as well. Yeah, you know, Dave on the drums there. You know, he's got quite a soft touch, mm. <laughs> which you generally don't hear. You know, uh, yeah. in, the, yeah, in, yeah. in their other albums. 
but you can hear it and the just the guitar play and the interplay between the bass yeah it's quite yeah, nice yeah, I think yeah, the great. thing about that that I really liked was the fact that you saw this other side to this band that was mm. just everywhere at the time over and over you heard the songs The Point of Nausea and then they um, allowed this other album to or, or the MTV Unplugged thing to, to be aired and become as popular as it did um, and you sort of went oh they like Bowie you know what I mean like mm. oh it kind of you know, they were in danger of just sounding like a rock band. You know, it, well, it saw this other side to them. Oh, absolutely, and, it, and it, to the point where it wasn't even just like it wasn't like it was Lead Belly, it was the Meat Puppets, it was you know like Bowie. They were mm-hmm. doing a range of things mm-hmm. from from multiple mm-hmm. eras, sort of thing. So yeah, like you said, it added a real depth to their. You know. And it was also that sort of tragic twist, wasn't it? They changed it to the man that sold the world, and it was just at the point, of course, where you know. People talk about this was when a uh, Kurt Cobain was really on a downward path, mm. and you know mm. you could see this like tortured dude just sitting there singing yeah. stuff, mm. probably relieved not to be singing his own stuff because he was caught in that corporate world. Yeah, and what did they do? Release the most successful acoustic <laughs> album in the <laughs> yeah, history of right. goddamn time. Um, ooh, so now everywhere we go, we have to play yeah. people shouting at us to do the David Bowie song that we liked for a week. Yeah. You know, um, anyway. All right, Al. What's your next one? All right, so so this next one goes back to uh, what Brett was saying what, before what year, about what year are we talking? All right. Well, this is "Sweet Little Cherokee" by Katie Lane, uh, nineteen ninety three, off the uh, Even Cowgirls Get the Blues soundtrack. But the original was by Kenny Roberts in nineteen fifty two, and right. I think in this case she does do what you mentioned before, where it's such an amount of time has passed that she's gone, I'm just going to do what he did, but do it with beautiful sound that just wasn't possible at the time. was a cover um but i've never heard the original i only heard it last night mm. it's fairly faithful to the original mm. but you can just hear everything yeah you know? okay it doesn't doesn't have that muddied yeah yeah old 50s recording it's not muddy it's not yeah. tinny you know it's got stereo separation you can you know you can hear all the things mm. happening and of course she's just got such a gorgeous voice um you know obviously the pitch had to shift a little because she's female <laughs> and he was male <laughs> But you know he was hitting all those high yeah, yeah. high notes as well. So yeah, yeah, that's a no. I like that. I don't. Yeah, as people would know, I'm not the biggest Katie Lang fan, but that. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, nice. you're into the lion's den here. Yeah, but I'm thinking when she when she sticks to just that, just her voice and a simple, you know, instrumentation behind it, I can get behind that. Okay. Yep. All right, Kev, what do you got? I'm just trying not to. 
I don't beg it. Go on. It's just Ben talking about getting behind Katie Lang. I don't think that's an option. But I've always been a fan. Like, I've always really liked her. And um, I just think an incredible talent. Like, mm. and I, th- I think she's done um, a lot of Roy Orbison covers, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. As well. And there's a kind of a. She's done two lots of you know, covers albums. I think one was for Canadian uh, composers and another one was called uh, Smoke or Smoking or something where it was, mm-hmm. again, covers. So. Just to have the chops to take that on. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, as you say, note for note style, but just to know that you could actually do something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> song yeah and um so the interesting thing about this one is yes it's a cover covered by cover the cover was original the song was originally done by a band called the zootones mm. who i thought oh that's obviously you know a motown artist mm. you know or some sort and no they're yeah. from like three or four years prior yeah, yeah um, right, right. and their version was not a motown version it was not a motown <laughs> song it was just okay. a kind of a it's a soulful track mm. you know for an indie band if you like as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, what's going on here? So a guy called Mark Ronson, the producer of this, or the the writer of this version, in fact, has um, done the genius thing of going, of hearing the Motown mm. in it, mm. plucking yeah. Amy out, yeah. and just going, yeah. you need to sing this track. Yeah, And just the way that kicks off, that, that modern style yeah. of yeah. soulfulness, like mm. Amy Winehouse is the obvious choice. And um, again, that's that's a real clever cover. You know, like, because mm. it's just gone, this is just dying to be done a different way. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, heard, yeah, he's heard yeah. it in there. And, and gone, done really well. Know. Like, he knows, he knows the brief yeah. for, for that style of music. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I love that drum track natural, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. The little double bass. Natural and, feel you know, for it. Um, and it wasn't an overplayed performance. Amy was, like, much more of a jazz singer in yeah, her early yeah. days. And, um, and he's gone, look, you can do anything, <laughs> basically. So we need to hear you do you know, mm. So we need to hear you do more time, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, uh, and and, it's, and, and again, song. it's right, it's right in her pocket too, isn't it? Mm. Because she just sings, just sings yeah. so beautifully, mm. Mm. you know, and and would almost be like almost a signature tune for her as well. I think would, would yeah, many yeah, people yeah. would regard it. That's her style, you know. That's it. She na- na- he na- and so he nails it in one almost. Mm. Here, great, great. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she wanted to be in a one trick pony by any stretch. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, he started off much more jazzy. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, and yeah. we talked about before, like the ability um, Jeff Buckley had to play and sing mm. <laughs> his own style. I mean, if you see her early stuff when she's mm. playing jazz chords, singing yeah, yeah. a mm. different jazz melody, you know, at fourteen, fifteen, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. um, to do something like that, it's a bit like she can just sit into that so easily yeah. and just 
provide atmosphere just by being there. You know, mm. it's, a, it's an incredible thing, mm. and uh, and a great track. And if, if you tapper. listen, if you listen carefully at the start of it, she does a little quote from one of uh, Charlie Murphy, Eddie Murphy's brother. Charlie Murphy did a few stories on the Dave Chappelle show. Mm. Um, so at the very start, she does a little quote from that. So oh, really? It's like uh, it's not fuck your coach. No, no, it was, no, it was uh, sorry, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I was having too much fun, which ah, is okay. uh, yeah. There you go. Oh, a trivia. Nice. Wow, a hidden gem within a well, yeah. song. A hidden, hidden gem. <laughs> Brilliant. Very good, Al. All right. Well, to bring it home with uh, another fantastic female vocalist, one of the greats, um, and this is Linda Ronstadt's version of "Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me," which originally was a Warren Zevon song of yes. Werewolves of London fame. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is her um, version. And again, she's really rocked this up. Uh, well, her and a producer uh, rock this up and just delivers a great, powerful performance here and one of my favourite songs of hers. Her and her producer, you're saying she needed a man to help. <laughs> Is that what you're no. saying, Ben? No, no, not at all. <laughs> What the original was like was it more of a acoustic key? It was just yeah, it was just it was slower. Um, just didn't have that rocking, uh, that sort of driving. Yeah. What I love about it is it's got a real <laughs> driving sort of beat to it. Like mm-hmm. it just you know, um, his is yeah, just more laid back, a bit more. And see, acoustic. that's maybe the flip. I think the guts to take the song that's been successful or a good song in its own right, especially mm. as a stripped down one, and go no, this needs more. Mm. I've got the guts yeah. to 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 take it somewhere else. Like it's almost like the antithesis of what you're getting at. Mm. Yeah. You know, the idea that you just mournful it up, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's a different version. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Sadder. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a nice twist, but I feel like I, I, I want to hear the original now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that, go and check what, out the original, yeah. And and uh, uh, and it's such a Warren Zevon song because because that's how he writes. He, he, he's mm. the sad character. Yeah, yeah. So he's always a, a personal sad story. And yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's a great songwriter. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, for her to be able to come in, and as you like said, a, flip like it essentially right a pop, around. Mm. a pop mm. country song yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. And I love those those um, those in and outs with happy and sad, right? So it's a mm. it's a sad lyric, mm. joyful, you know, <laughs> joyful Delivery. sounding track, mm. but you know, yeah. yeah, putting heads on railway tracks and stuff. Come on, Warren, yeah. you know, <laughs> light up, bud. Yeah, that wasn't even twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that good. note, we'll leave it there. Mm. Uh, thanks again for joining us. We will. We'll have uh, to revisit this. There's so many. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it's just a coincidence we've all gone with a whole lot of um, female artists tonight. But um, yeah. there's certainly one elephant in the room in terms of um, female cover versions. I think we need to go back and then. Um, uh, we'll definitely revisit this. Absolutely. Again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, please. If you go, have any suggestions, yeah, go get on, on your... Instagram. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yep. friend face. Facebook. Yeah, yep. friend face. Yeah, get on friend it. face. Get on all those and uh, let us know some of your favourite cover versions. Mm. Uh, tell us why we're wrong tonight. 
Yeah. Let us know. Uh, I'll also, uh, for the playlists, for uh, eventually when I get around to this episode, I might put the originals on. Oh, uh, the covers. So that'd, that'd be special. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be special. That would unpoultry yeah. it. Because I've heard that the playlists at the moment are paltry. <laughs> well, and so what we, what we aim for the slightly less is chickening at just this stage. above poultry on this show. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's good. Maybe I'll do one from the past and one from the present. Yeah, brilliant. Unless I've done that already. Who knows? Gosh, well, it is, it is Look forward. We Thursday night already, so. <laughs> wait with bated breath for that. Mm. Um, all right, anyway, please join us next time on The Lords of Lamb. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network. 